fashion. Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston Country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. A new scientific study confirms what most of us already knew, that same-sex sex is based in genetics and environment. So why are the righteous progressives having a field day over this? Organoids, brains being grown in labs, and should we be concerned about them developing consciousness? Have they already developed consciousness? Yeah, you heard me. They're growing brains in labs, and they're calling them organoids. And the U.S. unleashes a military fight against fake news, employing DARPA to target uh, supposedly fake news using artificial intelligence. What could go wrong there? And Trump's personal assistants fired. He called her his beautiful beauty. Of course, Trump always surrounding himself by the best people, right? So those are the stories we're going to talk about. This is an independent podcast right in the middle of fact and reason. Starting out with this uh, study that says what most of us already knew, that same-sex sex is a combination of genetics and environment, right? It's the nature versus nurture, and we learned in high school, at least most of us did, I, I bet you did, that it's a combination. It's nature and nurture. Surprise, surprise. Now, of course, you have these conversion therapists that think they can teach you to be straight or that being gay is a bad thing. It's just, that's ludicrous stuff, right? People, they are what they are. But why are progressives that, you know, they hold themselves up as the champions of science, all things science, are having a problem with this scientific study? Well, the research not only suggests the combination of nature and nurture when it comes to same-sex sex, it also suggested that some same-sex sexual behavior shares a correlation in genes that are also involved in mental health issues in personalities traits. So the authors, you know, they're quick to point out, hey, this overlap, it could simply reflect stress of enduring societal prejudice that uh, LGBTQ face, right? So it could be that. The, the fact is they don't know. They don't know why. The research suggests the genetics of same-sex behavior shares some correlation with genes involved in mental health issues and personality traits. Now, you have progressives saying this study should never have happened, should never have happened in the first place. What you have to take a step back and realize here is that science should be allowed to explore what's going on here. Nobody's saying in the scientific realm that you're crazy if you're gay, right? The scientists need to have room to speak science talk. When they say that there's some genes that are correlated with both uh, same-sex sexual behavior and also certain personality traits, some of them including mental health personality traits, they're not saying gay people are mental. They're saying we need to explore what this correlation is and what does it say about you and me and all of us? How much of it is nature versus nurture, not just when it comes to same-sex sex, when it comes to everything, 
Wouldn't you like to know? I think it's not satisfying just learning, oh, 50% genetics, 50% environment. I'd like to know. Well, it, when it comes to same-sex sex, uh, genetics does play a role, up to one-third of a role, with environment making up the difference. So there's no gay gene. That's the New York Times headline. And environment makes up a bigger impact than your genes do. That's the takeaway headline. There's nothing to be offended about. Of course, you become offended by science when ideology is more sacred than science. That's when you get in trouble. See, science should inform ideology, not the other way around. Wouldn't you agree with that? What kind of society would we live in if the science is always informed by the ideology? Well, you have the nut jobs on the far right that say climate change is a hoax. You know, the conspiracy theory kind of thing. Now, I'll say, is it the biggest issue? Is it completely blown out of proportion? Is the Green New Deal a joke just to play on your fear, the politics of fear? All that's true. But you're not going to hear me say that climate change is a hoax. We don't know what's going on with the climate, but something's going on. This is for the science to tell us what's going on, how to mitigate it. Wouldn't you agree with that? Or do you want to be led by the ideology? Because, of course, we can't trust the scientists. They've done horrible things. I mean, look at the horrible things the scientists have done back, dating back to World War II. So they can't be trusted. Oh, no, no, no. You got to trust the politicians. The politicians, yeah, they'll rein in those scientists, those unethical scientists, right? Why are people so mistrusting of science? You know, Japan is that way. And the studies always come out or surveys and they ask Japanese what they think of nature versus technology. Of course, they're the most technological culture, right? Japan, they've been paying with their cell phones and watches decades ago. So why is it that cultures with the most technology and science are the most fearful of technology and science? Well, maybe it has to do with the scientists that are growing brains, in a laboratory. Yeah, you heard me right. Yeah, they're growing brains. They say, don't worry. They're not human brains. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we took them from human skin cells and they're, you know, became brains. Yeah, but they're not human brains. What is, what is this? I mean, should we be worried? I think we should be worried. Are these things developing consciousness? How do you know? Well, this is in the New York Times. I'm not the only one concerned about this. I, I read this article, and they're sounding the alarms. The scientists are, and they're saying, listen, how would we know? How would we know? That's what some of them are saying. And other ones are saying, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, I tend to listen to the scientists that are concerned, that are saying, it reminds me of Jurassic Park. You, know, you don't want to build the dinosaurs until you really know exactly what you're creating. And these they call them organoids, but they're brains, and they're not microscopic. You can see them with their plain eye. Now, they're, maybe they look like the size of something that would go in a fly or a, or a mouse. You know, smaller than a mouse brain, bigger than a fly brain. You can see pictures of them. They have some floating around above us in space right now to see how they do in zero gravity. Apparently, they do great in zero gravity. But they're coming up with brain waves. The brain waves coming off of these things, develop the brain waves that you find in premature babies, according to this article. And these scientists are saying, whoa, 
We didn't expect that one. Why do these brainwaves resemble premature baby brainwaves? And uh, does that mean they're conscious? Does that mean they have some kind of uh, idea that they're alive? Well, if that doesn't concern you enough just on the face of it, you got a scientist connecting these things to robots. You got a, a, a spider robot that's connected to one of these brains. And the robot can talk to the brain, and the brain can talk to the robot. What do I mean? Well, in order for a brain to develop properly, apparently you got to got the uh, sensors, and you got to have an input, an output. You can't just have a brain in a, or in a jar. You have to have an input, an output, and the robot does that. They're hoping because of the, that input and output, those sensors, you can actually have a, a brain develop into a real brain. That, you know. They say, oh, no, it's not conscious. Don't worry. It'll never be conscious. But, you know, they're kind of salivating at the idea that maybe it will. Maybe these brain waves get more developed. I mean, why else are they studying it to, to resemble? They're hoping it resembles human brains more than animal brains. Do they? They're, look, the research on apes, they don't do that anymore. Uh, horrible, horrible experiments on apes. So maybe, you know, you get these organoids and they're saying, well, we don't have to experiment on mice. We can experiment on these more human-like brains. And don't be worried. Nothing will go wrong. They'll never develop consciousness. Leave it up to us. So I do understand the skepticism and the mistrust of scientists that seem to be playing the role of God. Now, if this can cure diseases, that's great. But there does need to be some kind of ethical question, I don't think it's okay to develop conscious brains in a laboratory. This is Kingston Country. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen these videos of DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. They're responsible for those really crazy robots. They resemble a donkey, where the kind of the first ones are kicked around, marching over rugged terrain. Now they have a humanoid robot they're going to fight the wars, the future wars, straight out of Terminator. And yeah, that's DARPA. I don't know if you you heard of it. They also do crazy mind control experiments. Everything that includes advanced research that's not in the black budget. The CIA, they have a black budget for doing a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. This is DARPA. This stuff's more public, less private, although I'm sure it's classified too. But their latest is a program that's uh, going to fight fake news. That's how they're pitching it. And this article is <laughs> troubling for a number of reasons because, of course, in China and many countries, the Internet is censored, and they also call it fake news. You can be punished in China for disseminating fake news. You can be really punished severely in China for just reading fake news. But what is fake news? Isn't that kind of in the eye of the beholder? Well, I wouldn't worry so much about it because, of course, I, I completely trust the, the military and DARPA and the military industrial complex. And if they want to filter the kind of news that we see, as long as it's coming from the Pentagon, that's okay. You know, anybody else, I wouldn't trust it. If DARPA's saying, you know, this news article is dangerous for you to read, you know, why not? I mean, 
it's not like they have anything to, to hide. It's not like they have any stake in controlling our minds and, and getting us into a constant war that never ends. Trump's personal assistant fired. She made comments about Ivanka and Tiffany, Trump's daughters, off the record, apparently bragging to reporters she had better relationship with Trump than his own daughters, and I guess... <laughs> The president is saying, you can't say stuff about my daughters. And so he let her go. He had to be compelled, actually, to fire her. You know, the president likes surrounding himself with beautiful women. And he allegedly called his personal assistant his beautiful beauty. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's hard to tell what's real, whether he does anything. It's always, uh, you know, he's a villain and and he did something horrible. So... You don't really know. I mean, who knows what's real when it comes to Trump criticism. All the news is filtered through the Trump lens. It's hard to find one article that's not filtered through the lens of Trump does this or Trump uh, responds to this. Uh, you know, is there any news happening in the world? Anything that isn't Trump related? And what is the worldwide fixation in Trump and the politics surrounding Trump. And why can't anybody else capture that lightning in a bottle? People who post selfies are seen as less likable and less successful. What else is going on? You have a number of these uh, shootings have happened over the last few days, uh, a shooting in Texas, also a shooting in Alabama. So these gun massacres are continuing and you have nothing being done about mental illness have nothing being done about the the gun problem can people just agree on the common sense solution of this thing you know and can we stop the the, the gun drills in the kindergarten schools you have little kids doing the drills Dave Chappelle talked about this. You don't think that the shooter is going to be in the classroom and learning the drills along with the students? You're just teaching the kids. You're teaching the shooters what the plan is. You're teaching the kids where everyone's going to hide when you do these school shooting drills. It's absolutely just terrifying these kids. You're causing this uh, PTSD in the kids before the shooting even happens. And most of these kids are not going to be involved in a school shooting, but the way it is now, all of them are going to be involved in these PTSD drills where they're all being stuffed into closets. And by the way, what are you going to do with the kids in the wheelchairs or a kid can't fit in a closet? They can't fit. And all of a sudden they're thinking, oh man, well, what's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to me? I'm not making this stuff up. These are real issues. And the adults in the room should be planning for this kind of thing. Not the kids. Can't you have a shooting drill for the teachers? That's one thing. You have shooting drills for high school students? Okay, you know, they can handle it. But you're having the high school shooting drills, but you're having the shooting drills in kindergarten, first graders, absolutely terrifying. How do we stop the shootings? Could it be lead in the drinking water? Could it be... Pollution, I read an article, it could be pollution, and the air causes violence. We know lead poisoning causes violence. We know there's lead poisoning everywhere. We know the inner cities have had a gun violence problem, and nobody seems to care about that. Now, all of a sudden, it's a big problem, the school shootings, when they're uh, 
in a certain neighborhood, if it's in a suburban neighborhood, but when it's in the inner city, that's fine. You know, you can look the other way. It's not going to affect you. But some of these horrible neighborhoods in Chicago and Oakland, walking to school, you get shot walking to school. And the kids, they do. Nothing to do with gang violence. They just walk into school, they get shot. So where are the Democrats on, on that? Last time I checked, uh, the Democrats control most of the inner cities. So why is that okay? Why is it so offensive when it's a suburban neighborhood that get shot up or, or a white neighborhood? You know, it's a fair question. So you're saying that if African Americans vote Republican, well, they're, they're being racist. I hear that. You, you do. You hear that. For maybe if you're a liberal, you believe that an African-American's voting against their self-interest if they vote Republican. I've heard that one all the time. Well, are they really uh, voting for their self-interests uh, by electing Democrats to just keep the same old thing going? Where it's acceptable, I guess, this kind of gun violence in the inner city. Well, it's not acceptable, the inner city. It's not acceptable in the suburbs. It's, it's not acceptable anywhere. And I don't think you can just round up all the guns physically or ethically or morally or constitutionally. This is Kingston Country. So what did they find on the moon? Chinese scientists. Well, they're not saying exactly what it is. They don't know. They think it's a gel-like, looks like a gel-like, unusual colored substance that's been found on the dark side of the moon. And the Chinese have moved their robot closer to look at it you know they land they actually do have a robot lunar rover right now you know we have we've had some on mars for a while well china just landed one on the moon recently it's been roving around on the dark side of the moon yeah there's a side of the moon that's never facing earth it's always facing the opposite so that's why they call it the dark side it gets no light it's always dark how creepy is that imagine have half the earth was always dark and the other half was always light. I actually read a screenplay written about that interesting idea. I don't know if you're a screenwriter, you can steal that one. But the moon is set up that way and they landed the rover on the dark side, which has never been discovered. The Apollo astronauts didn't visit the dark side, so it's really unknown. It's more craters, okay, because it's exposed, more likely to get hit by asteroids. And so there's more craters. It's a rougher terrain, harder to land. And it looks like a gel-like substance with unusual co uh, color. They don't know what it is. They haven't given any indication as to what it is. Outside scientists have suggested it could be melted glass created from meteorites that have struck the surface of the moon. So a meteorite is different than an asteroid. Meteorites are smaller. I believe they're made up of ice. Uh, ice crystals, perhaps? Asteroids are, are rock? Get something like that. And when they hit at a really high speed, it can turn into glass. So I guess it could be glass, but they're saying they've never seen anything like this. And stay posted on that. You know, whenever I see an article about, you know, strange things in outer space, doesn't your mind go immediately to extraterrestrials? Like, it has to be aliens, right? It could be. It could be. One day it will be. One day it will be. And uh, Elon Musk, he says that we should nuke Mars. He says if we nuke Mars, then it could unleash 
climate change, the good kind, the good kind of climate change, not the bad kind. There's a good kind and a bad kind. If, if, if you climate change on Mars would be very good. It's too cold right now to be habitable for human life. If you nuke the Martian ice caps, he says that could release methane into the atmosphere, the good kind of methane. It would increase the temperature on Mars and, and make it livable for humans. And this is a great idea. The Martians, they haven't been informed yet. I don't know how the Martians are going to vote on that one. Trump talks about nuking a hurricane, which could save a lot of people if it worked. I don't know. Uh, you know, there's people that have actually given that real thought. That's not his original idea. He didn't come up with that. That is a, a theory that has been proposed. Nuking hurricanes out in sea could disrupt them. And we do have nukes that are small. It wouldn't take a hydrogen bomb, I don't think, to disrupt it. So you're saying, oh, he's crazy, he's crazy. Well, Elon Musk is talking about nuke and Mars. Kingston Country. You've been listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. 